From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about what happens when a sex challenge gets derailed and how you can navigate this as a couple. And there's a quote from race car driver Mario Andretti who says, circumstances may cause interruptions and delays, but never lose sight of your goal. Mm. And I'm like, oh. Good very, old Mario Andretti. Very fitting. Works on the racetrack, works in the bedroom. It's what we're going to be talking about today. Your bedroom could be a racetrack. Uh, it could be a racetrack. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting analogy. I'll have to explore that one. I have to think that one through. Okay. Okay. Uh, welcome. If this is your first time listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, we are so honored and blessed that you're here. We, we're thrilled. We love having new people join us. And for those of you that have been around for a long time, we're super excited that you're tuning in today. We start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And a hug's really an opportunity for us to to celebrate the transformation, the, the experience that the two of you are having as you build your marriage together. And this hug comes from a five-star iTunes review review that we received and it says this podcast saved my marriage wow saved my life wow it not only put my marriage on track it put me as an individual on track listening to this as a couple does wonders but even just listening to this individually creates huge change within a relationship Mm. the idea of what can i do as opposed to how can i fix my spouse has drastically changed my mindset and in return made my marriage wonderful Tony and Lisa have created a simple and doable framework for you to follow that really does create lasting results. I started by listening to the first episode. Amen. Let's oh go. Gosh. Go all the way back to 2010. 2010. Then cherry picking what episode sparked my interest, which I actually recommend mm-hmm. as a great way to go through the entire catalog. It's such a great way. I usually listen to the podcast and discuss it with my husband when we have time together or over the phone on his lunch break. I listen to them close to every day now, and my marriage hasn't been this good in 14 years. Let's go. Highly recommend this. Divorce would be so much lower if everyone did. Oh, wow. What an awesome review. And truly, we're blessed and honored to have you part of the one family and each and every one of you. Mm -hmm. You know, we each each have our own breakthroughs and, and, and that extraordinary marriage moment at different times. And it's just truly an honor to be behind these microphones and encouraging, bringing hope. And even hearing this amazing hug, I am praying that it impacts you Mm -hmm. and that you take, what can I do to heart today? Yeah. I loved that comparison of the difference between what can I do versus how can I fix my spouse? And Mm -hmm. it actually kind of ties in with what we're talking about in this episode, um, last week was actually the the second time this year that Tony and I had attempted, um, and that word is chosen very specifically, yes. attempted a seven-day sex challenge. And it's also the second time this year that we didn't complete it. Yep. Got completely derailed yeah. again. Uh, twice in 90 days that it did not happen when that was the intention. And, you know, you guys that have been around for a while know that whenever something happens in our life and happens repeatedly, we're like, huh, what's going on here? And how is this going to impact us? And what can we, uh, how can we share what our experience has been? Because we know 
We've gotten enough emails over the years and DMs and, you know, Facebook messages and whatnot. We know we're not the only one who's had a sex challenge get derailed. Right. Yeah. And I love that the hug, I was actually just thinking about this as I, I said it out loud. The hug talked about going back to episode one, mm-hmm. which for those of you that have never listened to episode one, it is actually where we talk about our 60 day sex challenge. Right. Where it all started. Where us. it all started. Where the change, the breakthrough, the transformation in our own marriage started. Yeah. And that was all the way back in 2008 yes. that we did that 60 day sex challenge. Wow. Yeah. 15, it'll be 15 years. Wow. This fall. And oh, we, should, we should have a 15 year celebration. I don't know what that would look I, like. I was going to say, well, let's just keep moving. Okay. Um, but, but one of the things that came out of that first sex challenge was that Tony and I committed to doing at least a seven day sex challenge every year since. Correct. And we have done at least seven days. Some years it's been 14 days. Some years it's been 30. We've never attempted a 60 day again. For those of you who have done 100, 200, 90, 100. Yes. Congratulations to you. I mean, I do want to give you guys massive props. I, I just love it when I get to hear those experiences and those stories. And so for many of us, even Elisa and I, just in our lives, we love that seven-day time frame. And for others of you, you may go longer. Whatever fits for you, mm-hmm. do know that it's what's best for your marriage, not for anybody else. And those of you who are going, but we've tried a seven-day and we gotten derailed, please continue to listen. Because as Elisa said, two times we have attempted a seven-day sex challenge and have not completed it. And so we're going to just share from our experiences of where we were and, mm-hmm. and, and how, how we're even dealing with it. So stick with us. Yeah, because you know one of the things that we discovered that first time back in 2008 and has actually played out every year since is that when, we, when we're intentional mm-hmm. about you know, saying, hey, we're going to do a sex challenge. And I know a lot of you are like, okay, well, that's all about sex and you know, yada, yada, yada. I'm not interested in doing that. It's not all about sex. Nope. First of all, let me, let me address that the sexual intimacy is the catalyst for the connection the two of you have. But as you get intentional about your sexual intimacy, you'll see shifts in your emotional intimacy, in your physical intimacy, in your recreational intimacy. Those are the the three, in addition to the sexual intimacy, that really start to move when the two of you do like what we did. We, we make it a priority. You know, when we sk- schedule or state because sometimes it's not scheduled sometimes it's just like hey let's do it this week um well we're, we're still planning even we if, are still planning even if it's even if we give ourselves a day or two like oh wow in our minds we're looking at our schedules and we're going oh well kiddos are gone this is going on we're going to be here this makes for a perfect like one two three four you know days five and six are a little like iffy but day seven so even if even if you give yourselves two three days it, it, this isn't something that you got to like plan out for months in advance. Right. I, I mean, sometimes we're, we're like literally spur of the moment and going, we can make this happen. We just had sex two days in a row. And, and, and I'm going to just share this real quick and then we'll, we'll move forward here. But sometimes we've had like sex two days in a row and we're like, all right, two out of seven's already down. What's happening in the next five days? Right. And so scheduling, planning, engaging in our emotional intimacy is is vital in those points and in, in that time to be able to go, we can make this happen. Well, and that's because we what we've seen and what we've heard from so many of you over the years is that when you when you engage in a sex challenge, when you say, Hey, you know what, we're gonna put this week aside, two things happen. One, it becomes a reset for the marriage. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's just like, okay, we're f- singularly focused on us. And it's an opportunity to make 
one another a priority. Mm-hmm. And we, we've seen this time and time. I mean, guys, we've probably, I mean, we're coming up on 15 years. I think we've, I think we're one challenge ahead of the number mm-hmm. of years. Yep. So I think we've already done 15 challenges. Right. And this year would, I think, be 16. 16, because one year we doubled up. We doubled up. And hey, if you've never done a sex challenge or you've attempted a sex challenge and it got derailed like we have, we have our best-selling book, Seven Days of Sex Challenge, and you can pick it up for free. Just go to sevendaysofsex.com. I'll also put a link here in uh, the episode notes for you. But you can get that book for free, and it'll guide you seven days, give you something to look forward to, something that you guys can talk about so you don't feel like we're just having we're just having sex, like the physical act. There's something we can do to strengthen our marriage, to strengthen mm-hmm. our pillars of intimacy, to engage one another. Yeah, and you know that's that's where we were looking at this year, right? Back in February, we attempted it. We got derailed with scheduling and we really didn't think it was that big a deal. You know, it was like, I think it was around like Valentine's Day. I think we were going to end it on Valentine's Day. So we we were doing it like the 7th to the 14th or 8th to the 14th. Maybe. And then I think Alex came home and something happened with the kids' schedules and and all this kind of stuff. And we're just, we were kind of like, eh, you know what? No big deal. I mean, it's February. Right, we still got ten, 10 months, months in the go. year. Yeah, and for us, it's the year, the calendar year. So we're just looking at it like we want to do at least one seven day sex challenge. And so if it, if it got derailed in February, we're like, okay, gosh, you know, it would have been great had we done it, and yet it's sort of like it didn't work out the way we planned. And we've had a few years where we've you know inadvertently waited until December, mm. and there was one year where we even had to like it was like the week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. That was a little bit of pressure. Yeah. That because because it's just a commitment we've made to ourselves and we're like, okay. But then like coming back to January this year. February. Well, February. We started looking at like what does our year look like? Mm-hmm. And we actually have a really monumental year this year because Tony will turn fifty. Yep. He doesn't look it, but the calendar will say that he turns fifty in June. Yeah. And then both of our children have monumental birthdays. So our daughter will turn 18 in November and our son will turn 21 in December. So June, November, December are like, we got a whole lot of life going on. Mm -hmm. And we're really sensitive to that. Well, in June, we're traveling for 10 days. We're going to be sharing with you shortly. We're going to be in the South um, speaking and we're going to be in mid-Atlantic. Mid-Atlantic. As well in that time frame speaking, um, and so we're hoping we're going to be able to see you at these events. Uh, they're put on by other organizations, but uh, we want to share those with you once we get all the details finalized. So that's all, that's June, April. For those of you who are joining us in Cancun for the Six Pillars in Paradise Marriage Getaway, I mean we're there and. As much as I think that would be an amazing place to enjoy a seven-day sex challenge, there's a lot going on. We have a, a number of, of you joining us there. It's Cancun. It's 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 all that. So that's... Maybe, but we'll see. Probably not. And yeah. we got another trip. We're headed out to Boulder to go see the CU spring game. I, I, that's where Elise and I met. We met in Boulder. Uh, we have friends. Uh, their son is a scholar athlete on the, on the team. So we're traveling. So... And Alex going to Europe in the fall. And Alex is headed to Europe. So we got a lot of things sort of moving. So we're like looking like, hey, if we can get this thing in the books, like February, March, like. Let's do it. Let's make this happen. And it was like, we were super excited. We had figured out, you know, hey, okay, here's March. We've got a couple days. Abby's traveling. Alex won't be home till the weekend. We can get probably like today five or six with nobody in the house. Epic. Mm Mm-hmm epic 
And then we're like, all right, we'll have to finagle. But I, yeah, I think it was days five and six we were going to have to finagle, and then day seven was going to take care of itself. And so but that was even sort of cool for us. I, I want to say this because in that planning, I, I want to share, and, and this hasn't happened the last couple of years, but this year, and especially this March one, what I really enjoyed was we did. We, we were just laying down and we were just talking about, we're like, okay this is this day, this is this day. And I remember just going like, hey, this day because Alex is back home for spring break. You know, it's going to be a little, I go, I was just even like, let's just have shower sex. Yeah, because it was Saturday when we were going to be traveling to, yeah. for your mom's birthday. Right. And I was just like, let's have shower sex then. And, and I'm not a big shower sex guy. I, I mean, it's okay, but it's not like my go-to. It's, it's, it's not it, his favorite. It's not. It's just, I, I get hot in there. I don't like the, I don't like the positioning. It's, it's just, so... I'm just like, okay, we can do that there. Um, and then another day we were like, hey, well, we can do this. So it was just, a, it was a fun way to just sort of plan out and and sort of go, we're going to change this up a little bit than what we normally do. So I was having a good time just talking about that. And everything was going fine. Yeah. Until it didn't. Until. Until Saturday didn't. night. Yeah. Saturday night, we uh, had just come home from a birthday party for a friend of ours and I was going to bed. I, I each night I do I am statements and and I read my Bible and I and I read a book. Typically, that's sort of like my downtime, um, and it's about half hour, forty five minutes. But I went to bed and my chest was hurting. Like there was pressure on my chest. There was shortness of breath, um, and I was like, I wonder if it's just like I ate something. Maybe like it's a heartburn. Maybe something's just like not sitting well. So 10 minutes went by and it, it just wasn't letting up. 20 minutes went by and I'm like, this isn't feeling good. I, I finally mentioned it to Elisa because I was like, I, I can't breathe. My heart rate is pounding. Like, and, and I've been working out. I, I still am doing cycling as much as it's rainy here in San Diego this winter. Try to get out on my bike once a week. And so I just noticed like physically I wasn't where I should be. And I'm sitting there going, it's, you know, 1030 at night and my husband is struggling to breathe. And, you know, we, well, we, well, what, was, what was the comment you said to me? I didn't make that comment till later and I'm going to share it with everybody. Okay. I didn't make it right there. You didn't? I didn't. Okay. But I didn't. That, I, that's, I, that's where, I, in my mind, that's where it happened. No, because I, I'm I was, gonna, I was actually being. I'm glad being, you're going to share with me when that yeah. was. Because I felt like no, it was in I that was, moment. Like we were praying and, you know, yeah, just we trying were. to like, you know, go, okay. God, whatever this is, like re remove these symptoms because this is no fun. And I really don't want to have to mm -hmm. call 911. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm starting to like go through like, okay, do I have enough time to drive him to the hospital? Is this a heart attack? Like what are the symptoms? All this kind of stuff. No numbness. No, no numbness. No, 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 no nothing. So I'm gauging and I'm, I'm just like, but at the same time, it is... Concerning. Not, it's yeah. not getting better, but it's not getting erratically worse. And, but I'm in this place where I'm like, so I, I can't breathe as well as I would like to at this point. So I finally say I'm going to take you to the to the emergency room. Yes. And I knew that he wasn't feeling well when he said, okay. Mm -hmm. So we get dressed. We uh, like head downstairs. We're getting ready to go in the car. Our 20-year-old is home. So he's like, I'm coming with you. And I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. And, and I just hadn't thought to ask him because he's usually not around. Like it, it was just sort of yeah. like, okay, let's go. And so we're driving to the emergency room and we get there and Tony's like, I feel better. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. And this is when I made the comment and I don't need any, I don't need any feedback on this comment, you guys. It was oh, actually, I say give her feedback. It was actually meant to be funny in the moment. And I think there was a little chuckle, but I looked at Tony and I said, look, dude, like if you didn't want to have sex, you could have just said so. You didn't <laughs> need to go through all this like uh, chest pains, shortness of breath. Like just tell me you don't have sex. It's okay. 
like we can do. And so, and I've said this to a few people and, and like dear friends and they laughed. And so I hope that you will find the humor in it. It wasn't meant to be, you know, like making light of his illness. It was just like, all right, I'm just trying to lighten the mood. Okay, here. it was at that point. Okay, and and and, and I had it, it. Maybe it was a, the change in the environment and everything. I, it did decrease, like the pressure and everything did decrease substantially. Um, so at that point in time, I felt like, you know what? D- do I need to go to the ER? And I didn't feel like it at that moment, and so made a choice to just get like some heart. What is it? What was that? Uh, heart, heartburn, and acid. Heartburn. Yeah. yeah, and, and <laughs> I just felt like maybe I just ate something. We had, we had, like as Elisa had shared, we had driven up to my mom's place to um, celebrate her birthday. Maybe whatever. And so, by the next day, though, I woke up, went to church. The pressure was just there. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't there, but it wasn't bad. But it was just sitting on me, and and I just couldn't move and and, you know so now we're balancing hey we were in the middle of the sex challenge we're we're potentially experiencing a health crisis and and how do we navigate both of these Mm -hmm. things right clearly i mean and we have a rule in our marriage that if there's health stuff going on we're not having sex so that is that's just it's something we've navigated many times over the last 15 years it's where we're at so i knew the sex challenge was off that was derailed but now we're in the middle of this like health crisis and how is that going to impact us and what does that look like we're going to talk about what that all kind of how that all shook out in the sex challenge after this break stress hormone changes and lack of sleep can impact your skin causing issues like dryness dark spots and acne i know the closer i get to 50 the more aware i become of this one skin today's sponsor offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called os1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. We're back. And we're talking about how you navigate, you know, when a sex challenge gets derailed. And, you know, as Tony said, he was still not feeling fabulous. Can I say something though, too? Yeah. A sex challenge can be derailed in many ways, right? Absolutely. Like one of them can be medical. One of them can be work-related. Like all of a sudden, you, you plan this whole thing out. You're like, this is going to work out fantastic. And all of a sudden, there is like emergencies at work. Maybe your work schedule gets changed. It could be school for your kiddos. Something changes. It mm-hmm. could be a medical issue for them. You could just get a cold that is bothersome in the point of, you know, you're, you're just coughing a lot. And it doesn't like, which has been the second half of this week, right? Elisa, Lisa has been dealing with that, and and so there are many ways. I mean, even emotionally, you can get disengaged from one another because you're having the physical act of sex, and yet you're not emotionally connecting. You're mm-hmm. not strengthening your emotional 
pillar. It it becomes a routine mm-hmm. and just something to do and check off the list. And so that can cause either one of you to be like, why are we even doing this? Yeah. So there are many different ways that that can happen. And I would say for Elisa and I, those those come across that, that like, I think we've experienced many different things over the, the 15 years that we have done sex challenges. This one in particular in March was very much medical related, mm-hmm. but it still leaves a hole. It still leaves a like, man, there's a disappointment, man. We were, we were on such a roll. We were having such a good time. We were connecting and now we got to deal with all of this. And mm-hmm. it's, all of this from a medical standpoint, from your financial intimacy standpoint, mm-hmm. from y- you know your spiritual intimacy standpoint, all of these things begin to unravel as you're also going, all right, what, what's the main concern? I, I want to just say here right now, I had three EKGs, I had chest x-rays, I had a full blood panel done because we went to the ER. Everything was done. Everything was clear. Like, Literally, the doctor loved her. She was super sweet. It was just like, I don't know, Tony. Like, I don't know. We've run everything all the way up to like blood clots, blood clots, and, blood and, clots in, yeah. in my lung. That was that was the last thing they wanted to test for. Um, so she's like, "There's nothing, Tony. I don't know why this is going on." And and. I'm glad you said that because I don't want anybody to think like, okay, did you guys actually check to make sure he's... we did, we did. Oh, it was yeah. like six and a half hours in the emergency room, multiple tests, all the things. We actually went and saw a doctor yesterday, um, our doctor, and he sat down and talked with us. You know, so like so Tony's been checked out. Yeah, potentially just a muscle spasm, could be stress, could be you know a number of different non-life threatening. Yes, all of the big ugly things have been ruled out. So he's good. Yeah. He's going to be around. Well, and, 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 and yes, I mean, we're going to check. I mean, for those of you who have been around for a while and those who, who haven't and are just coming part of the one family, my father passed away almost six years ago from lung cancer. Mm-hmm. So you you better believe like my chest is hurting and, and I'm hearing things like, hey, there may be something up with your lungs that there is concern. I will tell you with prayer and many of people praying for me and for us to be able to stay in the moment and not go down that rabbit hole to just be like, unless they tell me something, I am not moving forward. Mm -hmm. Like did the EKG, they didn't call me back to get me under anything. They're just like, Hey, go back into the waiting room. And I'm like, am I dying here? What's going on? They're like, no, if you're in the waiting room, you're, you're good. They're just running more tests. And I'm like, okay, well, thanks for letting me know. Yeah. Okay. So we've ruled out the heart attack, but you know, all this to say is it it was a serious derailment. Mm-hmm. And it's one that, you know, as he's, as Tony's dealing with all of his stuff, I am developing a cold. Yes. With um, a, you know, crazy sinus congestion and the sore throat and yep. the coughing in the middle of the night and all this kind of stuff. So, like, we've been a lot of fun in our house. And then night sweats all over the place. Then if you just want to like add a little extra, we literally just found out a few hours ago that our daughter has to have her wisdom teeth removed today so you know it's just kind of one of those things where you're just like okay like what else yep what else and it can put you in a place prayer is one (laughs) what else is prayer and believing and standing in in agreement with complete health Mm -hmm. over one another you know what i mean that that was definitely prayer on monday and wednesday Mm -hmm. yep you know what i mean and and so sometimes sex challenges can get derailed and they, they most likely will if you do them 
enough times and you go after them enough times. The important thing is being able to recognize how you are feeling in that moment and the disappointment that you may have. Mm -hmm. And maybe there is none. Maybe the concern is over over other things, but just allowing your spouse to know that, Hey, we're going to, we're going to do this again, but right now, like there's too much going on. Like I can't engage you. And it's actually having the conversation about why it's not happening Mm -hmm. True. because we've had sex challenges that have gotten derailed in the past and we don't talk about it. And that's like having, you know, a big gigantic elephant sit on your bed and it gets really, really uncomfortable. Right. So it's, it's making the choice, even going into a sex challenge. Hey, if something happens and and we're like getting off or disconnected or whatever, we're going to talk about that. If something, I mean, obviously this was something major. We were, we yeah. were sitting in the emergency room. It was pretty obvious. Um, I started coughing a lot. Like every time I laid down, pretty obvious. Yeah. But we still had to talk about the fact that it wasn't happening, mm-hmm. even though it was so obvious. Sometimes the more obvious stuff is happening and and yet we still need to address it because if we don't, we're, we're not understanding where our spouse is coming from. And it also helps us to go, okay, I understand you. And this is where I am right now. So how are we going to move forward? What, what does that plan mm-hmm. look like for us? You, you, you know what I'm saying? For some of you, you may have gone derailed for a couple of days and, and pick right back up. And that's okay. It may be seven and nine days instead of seven and seven days. But having that conversation allows you to move forward and go, okay, well, we did four days. We missed two days because of a work situation that, that did derail us. And yet we stayed engaged mm-hmm. and we were able to finish up the last three days. So we did seven and nine. Congratulations. You still did seven days. Yep. It's still a success. And and the conversation, actually building that emotional intimacy, you know, if it's something that is financial, like I know, because <laughs> we were in the emergency room, um, you know, on the backside of the emergency room are all the emergency room bills that show up. It's a thing. There will be a financial intimacy component of this. There is the the physical in that, you know, Tony was very, like his chest was very sensitive. I'm coughing. I don't want to be touched because I'm just, you know, we're both having night sweats. We don't actually feel really comfortable next to each. Like there are all these things that are happening and being able to talk about how you're feeling, what's next. I mean, fortunately, because we attempted February and March. I don't think we're going to attempt in April, like Tony said. No. Um, we might give April a break. We can give April a break. Maybe May. Maybe May. May is a good time because we don't really have a lot of travel going on, anything going on there. As of right now. Right. Um, but but having that conversation. Saying, and it'd have to be early May before Alex comes home for the summer. <laughs> we definitely have to do it in May. Yes. <laughs> because he's home for we, all. We definitely, he comes home for the we summer. We definitely have to do it in May. Yeah. Um, but but having those conversations, because a lot of times, and we've had this happen to ourselves too, something gets derailed and then we don't talk about when we're going to do it, mm-hmm. when we're going to circle back around. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, like, like maybe we do the, we, you know, we talk about why it didn't happen and we talk about how we're feeling, but there's never that closure to say, and here's when we can look to put it on the calendar again, mm-hmm. because that's the third step of that, yep. right? Of being able to say, yeah, it didn't happen. Here's how I'm feeling. And here's what we're going to do next. To say, hey, we're in this together. It's a plan. We're on the same team. We're still building these intimacies. We're still talking about them. We're still strengthening them so that these pillars don't have cracks. Because I will tell you, a derailed sexual intimacy or derailed sex challenge can feel like a huge crack in your sexual and emotional intimacy pillar. 
You want to keep that pillar strong. You talk about why it didn't happen. You talk about how you're feeling and you talk about when the two of you are going to come back to it or how, like Tony said, if it's just going to be like an interruption of a couple days, derailed for a couple days, and we've done that and you pick them up on the back end, but it's having a plan as a team, knowing that the two of you are tackling this, you're in it together and you're on the same page. Yeah. You know, in marriage, we're going to have highs and lows. We're going to have times when everything is just humming along. And I've said this before, and there are times when we feel like we can't get things on the, we can't just, we can't get on the same path. And, and yet I do believe and Elisa would say it as well. When we're on the same team, mm-hmm. we look at our six pillars of intimacy. We look at which ones have cracks. We address those. We strengthen them. We can have the extraordinary marriage we desire. And I know for those of you who have done sex challenges or thinking of doing a sex challenge, I pray that this will give you some light into what happens if it doesn't and gives you an encouragement to go, you know what? We can do this. We can mm-hmm. make this happen and we can strengthen that sexual intimacy as well as those other pillars of intimacy by coming together, by doing a challenge. With that, you guys have yourselves a fantastic week. We're truly honored and blessed to have you part of the one family. Love you guys.